Who is Galactus? Here's a word for the novice nerd from Why So Sidious. One of the ultimate forces in Marvel Comics is Galactus. He's the planet devourer. And it's exactly what it sounds like. He eats planets. He needs them to sustain life. And somehow this repeated execution of entire planets preserves the order of things on a cosmic scale. There's no morals or ethics to dive into. He's just a force that will always exist and he will always eat planets. Like we always eat dinner, unless we're fasting. Lucky for Earth, there are billions of planets, so the chances of becoming a Galactus snack is low. Unlucky for Earth, Galactus has a special hunger for this particular planet, but the heroes of Earth, or mostly just Reed Richards, always somehow stops Galactus. But it's actual life energy that sustains him, so planets full of life forms are definitely the tastiest, which can present problems seeing as people don't like to be eaten. He's an interesting villain because he's not actually a villain in a sense, he just needs to feed. So you can only hope you're not in his path, like a tornado tearing apart cities. It's nothing personal and you're not going to blame the tornado or try to fight it. You could only try to escape. But at the same time he is a villain because he repeatedly commits genocide to eat. He can't be defeated per se, whatsoever, maybe just pushed aside to buy more time. But Galactus takes no pleasure in eradicating entire populations. He wished it didn't have to be this way, and once he agreed to only consume uninhabited planets, but that didn't provide enough life force to sustain him, so he continues consuming all planets. Origin His name in his universe was Galen, a brilliant scientist who predicted the end of his universe, then built a ship to survive the end of his universe. Like Reed Richards, developing a vessel to survive the death of the 616 universe, which led them into Doctor Doom's battle world in the Secret Wars comics. Which has nothing to do with Galactus, except for the fact that his previous self as a scientist and Reed Richards both developed ships to survive the destruction of their universe. The intelligence level required for a feat like this is off the charts. And as a villain, he's mostly tied to the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards had earned the respect of Galactus because of his intellect, willpower, and heart. Because a human intellect reaching that of Galactus is unheard of. Unless you're Mr. Fantastic. Or maybe Dr. Doom. Anyway, the ship Galen built in his universe was destroyed, along with everybody in it. Except him. Somehow he was chosen to exist in our universe. He was chosen by the sentience of the universe. Which I don't even understand. The power scaling gets a little confusing if you go anywhere above Galactus or Eternity or Death. But before the Big Bang, he was seated inside a cocoon that survived the Big Bang. And millions of years later, he was born in the 616 universe, designated as the Galactus, alongside other universal forces like Death and Eternity. Which those three are known as the triangle that creates the universe. Without one side of this triangle, reality would crumble. However, some civilizations like the Nova Corps and many others view Galactus as an unnatural part of the universe and find it necessary but impossible to destroy him. So some people see him as God, some people see him as the devil. Galactus was endowed with the power cosmic. He built himself a body, his containment suit, and the world ship, which helps him transform planets into consumable matter and retain these energies. Biology actually has nothing to do with this process or even the physical form of Galactus. 
He is a being of pure energy. His form simply adapts to his functions. He doesn't care about life as we understand it at all. And he explains it by saying how a human would surely step on an anthill if it meant that person could survive. We would do it without a second thought. And Galactus eats planets without a second thought. An ant has no quarrel with a boot. You planning to step on us? In a way, his constant hunger might be his only actual weakness. Because he doesn't actually want to have this eternal hunger. Like Sisyphus probably doesn't want to roll the boulder up the mountain over and over. Or a human wouldn't want to step on anthills all day, every day, constantly in order to survive. The Heralds of Galactus. Galactus can grant beings with the power cosmic, making them immensely powerful. He needs his herald to travel the cosmos at incredible speed to find suitable planets to consume. His first herald ever was called the Fallen One, who became mad with power and was eventually relieved of his duties, but would come back to fight Galactus on occasion. The most popular herald is the Silver Surfer, who eventually brought Galactus to Earth. However, before Galactus came to eat the planet, the Surfer found something valuable in humanity and decided to turn against his master to protect Earth alongside the Fantastic Four. There's probably no way to kill Galactus, but they threaten him with something called an Ultimate Nullifier, which is powerful enough to make Galactus agree to leave Earth alone. But he banishes the Surfer to remain on Earth for some time. It's not so much that Galactus felt threatened, more so that he felt Earth wasn't a meal worth all the trouble it was causing. This Jack Kirby classic was Galactus's introduction to Marvel Comics. Galactus has had many heralds, and we're just here for Galactus, so the only other one we'll mention is Thor, who for a short time was granted the power cosmic as the new herald of Galactus. Because Thor was the only herald that could be powerful enough to stop the Black Winter, which was revealed to be the universe-eating force that killed the universe Galactus came from. Galactus, with Thor as his herald, was able to stop this unstoppable force who eats universes the way Galactus eats planets. Thor didn't last long as herald because he wasn't okay with being a part of the constant feeding and genocide, so he used the power against Galactus in what became a pretty awesome high-powered slugfest. Seems like Galactus's heralds always eventually turn against him. Moving on to some of the other stories Galactus is involved in, because he's not the kind of character that just has his own comic book run. He's like a tsunami itself, who doesn't have a story to tell, just a place to be, regardless of what's in the way. And all we could do is watch in awe as it swallows everything in front of it. So instead, Galactus just appears in other comic titles as a force of nature, and if he shows up, things are going to get crazy or they have already become crazy. In Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four run, we find out that Eternity had planted a Galactus seed in preparation for the death of our main 616 universe. As the theme for Hickman's whole story leading up to Secret Wars is that everything dies. The next universe will need a Galactus, so Eternity planted the seed in Earth, which will essentially become the Galactus of the next universe. Because at this time, Galactus was dying, Driven mad by hunger, he comes back to Earth to feed, but again was stopped by the heroes of Earth, who were helped by Silver Surfer, who turned Galactus's planet-consuming machine against him, causing Galactus to feed on himself. This ended up killing Galactus while Earth was being judged by Celestials. Which brings us to Franklin Richards, son of Mr. Fantastic, who deserves his own Novice Nerd episode, but for now just know that Franklin is so powerful he was able to not only revive Galactus, but also make Galactus his herald. 
in order to defeat three Celestials who are going to destroy Earth. The power levels here are absolutely insane. And stories like this is how Galactus works in Marvel Comics. He plays huge roles in big events. The next one we'll talk about is Annihilation. So briefly, Annihilus is ruler of the Negative Zone, and as our universe expands, it grows into the Negative Zone. So Annihilus invades our universe with his seemingly limitless army. During this huge cosmic war, he seeks out the main powerhouses of the Marvel Universe, among those being Thanos. Annihilus makes a deal with Thanos, hoping to retrieve the power cosmic. Thanos manipulates a couple Celestials, Aegis and Tenebris, and also the first ever herald of Galactus, the Fallen One, into helping him defeat Galactus, who after being defeated is hooked up to an incredible machine developed by Thanos that captures and stores the energy absorbed by Galactus's consumption of planets, so that energy can be siphoned into huge generators while feeding just enough energy into Galactus to keep him alive, but still on the brink of death. It would be like a human hooked up to a battery and force-fed. The energy generated by the consumption of food no longer powers the faculties of the body, but is now extracted and stored in the battery for other uses. In this case, for the use of Annihilus. Galactus was eventually freed and went completely apeshit on the Annihilation Wave, destroying multiple solar systems, taking down billions of the Annihilus army and turning the tide in the Annihilation War. Because before Galactus broke free, characters like Nova, Ronan the Accuser, Star-Lord, they were all leading the charge for the resistance against the Annihilation Wave, which was basically an organized form of rescue and retreat because there was nothing they could do to stop the Annihilation Wave until that moment. Galactus also appears in the Infinity Gauntlet story, after Thanos snapped half of life out of existence, but he did not play as big of a role, as Thanos wielding the fully loaded gauntlet is basically the worst possible threat that could ever happen in Marvel. Until, somehow, Doom found a way to become a god-emperor over an existence that he created fully in his image. Point is, the presence of Galactus in any story means the story is one of those the whole universe is going to perish type of stories. The Annihilation Wave, Thanos with all Infinity Stones, Hickman's End of the Multiverse. It's hard to do a power section with Galactus. He is basically omnipotent. For the seasoned nerd to understand, Galactus could absorb the energy of the Phoenix. Jean Grey herself couldn't stop Galactus. He beat Mephisto into submission in Hell, which is where Mephisto was one of the most powerful threats to exist. Even Dormammu in the Dark Mystic Realms was powerless against Galactus. And he eats planets, so... Wow, win-win. Exactly, thank you, Jim. He's the definition of overpowered. Luckily, he doesn't have the nefarious intentions of people like Norman Osborn, because he could take anything he wanted in a heartbeat, and there's nothing anybody could do about it. Unless it's Reed Richards with the Ultimate Nullifier. Galactus can transport himself and or objects across space and time. He's got telepathy, so he can read your mind. He can convert energy into matter, or matter into energy allowing him to expel destructive waves of energy or create an unbreakable force field to protect a planet or trap someone on that planet. So yeah, pretty OP. Comic book suggestions. Definitely Annihilation, one of the best cosmic stories out there, written by many different authors over many different titles, but is collected issue by issue in a two-volume paperback set. And there's also, of course, the Annihilation Omnibus. 
the conclusion of Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four run, which includes another universe's Galactus, and the most insane display of power by any character ever, with Franklin Richards reviving Galactus to be his herald. Donny Cates, Thor Volume 1, where Thor becomes herald, and he and Galactus fight the Black Winter. And of course, the classic Jack Kirby and Stan Lee trilogy in Fantastic Four issues 48, 49, and 50, when Galactus first appears in Marvel Comics ever, and he comes to eat Earth. Thanks for stopping by Why So Sidious as we scratch the surface of who and what Galactus is. Check out other Novice Nerd episodes like Red Hood or Swamp Thing. We'll see you next time.